that might be slightly impossible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we live? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. I absolutely appreciate it. Go to the chat line, the bond chat line, and we can take your questions and comments. And good morning, everybody, again. Y'all doing well? Oh, good. Amazing. Um, so, any questions? At least from the new people, anybody? No? Everybody have, your, your lives are fine, right? No issues. Oh, good. Well, we can take up off and go home. <laughs> I can go back to bed. <laughs> um, and so, well, I'll ask my question. I have a lot to talk about. Oh, I think I got the wrong notes. Oh, here we go. Because I forget what I want to talk about. Did you hear James' show this morning? Mm -hmm. Uh, Those people arguing over me. Oh, and I don't even know who they are. (laughs) I really, I don't remember. And then, so we got it straight now. Um, So my question was, there's a cause to every effect. What is the cause of your effect? You know, did you hear about the biblical question? Had you thought about it at all? Anybody thought about it? Uh, did you think about the biblical question? There was two of them, right? Uh, it was that one and then the, if it, is it cheating? Oh, yeah. Let me ask that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot to write that down, man. Thank you. <laughs> um, are you guys dating? I'm married. Dating. dating. So let me ask the girlfriend first. <laughs> This is your first time here, right? So if your boyfriend, if a man is dating, engaged, Mm -hmm. or married, if he should look at another woman, is that cheating? No. It's not? No. And why do you say no? Just because he's, like, looking. And, like, what was said um, from someone, like, I don't know his intention, so how, how can I judge him when it's, like, not a for sure thing that he's, like, looking at a girl in, like, a sexual way. You know, like, he could just be looking and, like, she has a nice top on her, like, she's wearing something funky. I don't know, but... <laughs> Are you a millennial? Yes. We're like yes. that, either a millennial or whatever this new generation is. Oh, like Z. The, like the cusp. How old are you? 23. 23. Oh, you're Z. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So where did you find her? <laughs> <laughs> What do you say if a, if, you, if a man is dating, engaged, or married, and he should look at another woman, is he cheating? It depends on what he's looking at. What he's looking at? He's looking at another woman. Yes, I is understand, but how he's looking at the, at the woman. And so if, he's looking at a, if he looks at another woman, is he cheating? No. He's not cheating? No. Okay. It depends how he looks at that woman. So if he looks if he at looks another woman, is he cheating? Sexually or more, you know, with a dirty mind, yes, he's cheating. But, but if he looks about somebody I, that is not, you know, just normal, like I'm looking at you. Are you, are you lusting after me? <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. No, I'm not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so if he looks at another woman, is he cheating? No. Oh, okay. So are you married? Yes. And so if you and your husband's out and he looks at another woman walk by, let's say she's fine. Is he cheating? No. Oh, okay, good. Uh, what do you say? No. 
<laughs> Did you hear the show? No. Oh, so if a man looks at another woman, he's not cheating? No. I okay. mean, yeah, no. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Can I ask you what you think? Uh, or is it too early? Okay. <laughs> I'm saying no, he's not cheating. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. okay. But I mean, can you imagine living a life where you can't even look at another woman? Right. A woman walk by, you got to do this. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but there are, the way that that question came up, I was riding my car to work the other morning, and I heard some guy and a couple on the radio, and the wife was mad because the husband looked at another woman, and she was saying that he was cheating. And he was a beta male. He was like, I'm not cheating. She was like, yes, you are. No, I'm not. But she was convinced that he was cheating. Because he looked at another woman. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, that is. You have to be yeah. mighty insecure to think I was just going to say, it sounds like she has some pretty deep insecurities. Right. Broken, you know. So. How many men are afraid to look at another woman when you are out, if you're with your woman? Oh, yeah, you guys just, <laughs> they're faking. <laughs> uh, this is your first time here? Second. Oh, second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you with her? Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Well, thank you guys for coming. Any question? Not right now. Okay. How about for you? Can't think of any. All right. So, no, it's not cheating. Uh, I want to ask, what is, it's amazing that men allow that to happen to them, though, that they're afraid to even look at another woman for fear that their girlfriend, fiance, or wife would get mad. You've got to be a beta to give in to that. You really do. It's amazing. So um, let me ask who I want to ask. Oh, all right, right here. What is the uh, cause to your effect? Cause to my effect. There's a cause to every effect. What is the cause of your effect? Do you believe there's a cause for everything? Uh, yeah, I do believe there is a cause for everything. And what is your cause? What is the cause to your effect? It's the experiences that I've had. Meaning what? Meaning just everything I've experienced from past uh, interactions. So you're reliving experiences? No, but I'm saying that influences how I... That influences my effect that I have on people. In what way? Give me an example. Um, like within the past year, I've been pretty on a very different path of seeking myself within. And how I interact with people now, it's completely different. With what this, have you learned about yourself? What have you realized about yourself? It's a certain confidence, confidence and knowing myself better, capabilities, uh, my values, principles. And now when I speak to other people, that has kind of shaped a little more or that has shaped how I interact with others now. Do you others still wear the, the mega hats in, I, the, in the black neighborhood? I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do? Yeah. <laughs> so the cause have not <laughs> said to you, you're going to get a bad effect? 
<laughs> no, you know, and it's on the contrary. I've had some pretty, you know, fascinating conversations with a lot of people throughout the world, and it's it just it sparks random. You wear the mega hat throughout the world. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Are you like looking to die? <laughs> no, but it's no, absolutely not. Are you daring everybody to say anything? Excuse me. Are you daring someone to say something if someone tried to? No, uh, but it, it usually elicits positive conversations. You haven't uh, gotten beat up yet? Mm, no. Have you gotten threats? A little bit, yeah. Uh, you're not afraid? Not really. You know karate? No. <laughs> you know judo? No. Don't most Asian people know judo? I, <laughs> oh, oh. Maybe. I, I did learn maybe a little bit. You do? Yeah. I thought so. Enough to be... I have to defend myself. Right on. So that's the cause to my effect. All right. What is the cause of your effect? Of your effect? What's the cause of? Do you know what that means? Yeah, I kind of understand. Oh, okay. This your first time here? Yeah. Oh, what's your first name? Austin. Austin. Nice name. Thank you. Made me think of Texas. Yeah, that's what everyone says. <laughs> you uh, from I've Texas? I've never been there. Oh, you never been I've there. Never been there. So have you thought? You thought about this? Yeah, I thought about it. And what did you come up with? Um. Well, part of the influence for my thinking was kind of like what you said, you know, about whether it's like good or evil, like the spiritual battle in a sense. Yeah. And I feel like uh, my values and my personality and all that stuff kind of is influenced by like my desire for like good in a sense. Like I can tell the differences between the evils and the goods. Right. And sometimes I'll fall into the evil, but a lot more times I want to go into the good. So I feel like the cause is for that overall-ish sense of good. What 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 caused you to go into evil when you don't want to? Myself, like I just let it happen. Uh, like I see that choice in front of me, and then I just, I, you know, kind of push down the thought and just do it. You know. And, and why do you do that? I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I don't do it as much anymore now. I've been trying to get a lot better at it. Right on. Um, so, have you I, overcome your mama? I haven't forgiven Ooh, her. She said, I have, no. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't, forgi- I haven't forgiven. I'm glad her. the witness is here. Yeah. One thing about women, they won't let the men lie about themselves. <laughs> well, no, I have. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't forgiven her. Uh, and why not? Like, like in person, why I have not? like in a sense where I understand that, like she had a hard life, and it kind of translated into like where me and my siblings are now. Yeah. Uh, and my father. Uh, and I always <laughs> through you, I also realized his weakness as yeah. well, which was really eye opening. Um, so why haven't you gone to her and forgiven her? I'm trying to figure out the right way to say it, in a sense. What do you mean? Well, I just, I don't know if How I'm about, ready. Mama, I hate you. Well, no, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that at all. It's not that at all. Mama, uh, you're a mess. Uh, it's, uh, I know that when I do say it, she'll have a hard time realizing it for herself. Does and she need to? I, yeah. But she needs to realize it? She needs to, well, she does need to realize it. Why? Because um, it's doing bad for her life like her but this is for your life the forgiveness right. is for your life not well, for i've already her forgiven life. her in my heart in a sense no it's just, <laughs> you got to go to her yeah yeah are you afraid to no i i'm more like i know that when i do that she's gonna like cut like ties with me in a sense like not talk to me for a while do you I'm, care about that i do why i do because i mean i still love my mom and i still but you, you can know, love her without being around her yeah no i that's why i'm in arizona and not here uh i like <laughs> i like the distance and it's made our relationship a lot better uh, but um if you love her you will face her and be honest with her yeah you're, you're right. not supposed to be afraid of your mother right. or your father 
Does it feel weird to be an adult and afraid of your mother? Yeah. yeah. If not, your girlfriend is going to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> she will. She'll become your mama. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. You got to face her. Yeah. And don't tiptoe up on her. Don't plan what you got to say. Just know you need to go and forgive and the words will come. Yeah. But you got to do it. Take your girlfriend with you. She'll protect you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> She's scary? Yeah. She scares me. Oh, yeah? yeah? And you can tell he's afraid of her? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a, fe- a fear. Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's definitely like a line where he doesn't like cross over. Like he'll yeah. like hold himself back. It's just not worth it at that her. point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What's not worth it? Just to get into that sort of like... I guess you're right, because, like, what am I waiting for? Because it's going to happen either way. Yeah. Um, but what's yeah. not worth it? Uh, just to go through that, like, charade. Why uh, is it not worth it? Well, it is, I guess it is worth it. But what uh, do you mean? Why do you not, think it's not worth it? That's nothing like a good fight. It's, it is worth it, but not at this right time. Like, maybe that's more of the reason. Like, it's the time. Well, when it happens, that's the time. Yeah. Whenever it happens, you can't determine the right time. Yeah. You realize that? Yeah. Did you know your girlfriend thought you were a beta? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's that like? Well, we listened to you for a while. Yeah. But I recognize it in myself as well, so it doesn't really matter if she thinks it because I know it myself. Right. Um, so if that turns her off, then... Do you know why you are a beta? Yeah. Why? Because of my mom and, and my dad. Right. And you have her mindset. Yeah. Men who are beta have the mind of a woman. Yeah. And so they're f- afraid of their God. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. So you got to do it, man. Yeah. You want me to go with you? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> she, she, she definitely won't go sit through it. <laughs> Why not? Is she afraid of black men? No, she's just afraid of somebody else coming in there and saying something. Uh, <laughs> and then you'll get the wrath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you afraid of your father, too? No. No, you're not afraid? No. You have to forgive him? No. We've had conversations like this all the time. Oh, you and your I've, father? And I've asked him to, like, because you've talked to other people either on the phone or in person about, like, you know, why did, why were you weak enough for, to allow this to happen? And I've asked him that question before. And what do you say? Um, he doesn't really have an explanation for it himself. He just, that, I've told him to start listening to you as well, just so maybe he can start to think about it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I just think that he was his mother was his god as yeah. well and uh i don't know if it was like that's how his father was as well it was that's um, why, otherwise he wouldn't be that way right and so his father didn't protect him and he actually apologized for not doing better than he could have when oh good we were younger, uh, which was great now you got to face the bull <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's the hardest part yes it is yeah but once you do it you'll be free all right yeah. have you faced your mother uh, I don't know my mom. So, you don't know her? No, my grandma raised me, so I, like, don't really know my mom. And so when you ask your grandmother, who is my mother, she said, I don't know my daughter? Well, like, I know of her. I just haven't ever met her. You never met your mother? Uh-uh. Really? Yeah, never. How is that? Because uh, she's been, like, me and my grandma moved every single year until I was, like, 10, and she always stayed in California because I was born here. So she just stayed here, and then... That was it. Like, I got phone calls from her, but I never actually saw her. What is it like growing up without even knowing your mother, seeing her? It sucks, because I, I didn't know either of my parents. Oh, you didn't know your father either? Mm-mm. I only met him once when I was, like, 12. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. And where's your father now? He passed away. Oh, you did? 
Amazing. So how, how is life for you? It's okay. <laughs> I'm nervous. What? Sorry. You're nervous? I'm a little. Why? Yeah. Don't be nervous. <laughs> I'm just Jesse. What are you, what is it like for you in life now? Um, well, after, like, I, we've been listening to you for a while, so after kind of, like, actually hearing you out, it's opened my eyes to see that, like, I have been angry at my parents for... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. That's uh, what this is for, fellowship. But, um, it, like, like, I forgave my dad, definitely, because he passed away January, so it's all... Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, no problem, really. Let it out. <laughs> it's just weird. I don't do this. <laughs> um, but it, like, for, a, like, ever, it just hurt that I didn't have them in my life. Yeah. And, I like, now I know why, and, like, I accept the reason why, and, like, I, you know, they were into drugs, so it just is what it is, but... At this point, I just don't know, like, if I'm supposed to forgive my mom or I'm supposed to forgive my grandma. Because it's just... You have to forgive all of them. Because they were the adults. You were the child. They let you down, right? And not even realizing it, you resented them for it. But they couldn't help it. So you have to forgive grandma and grandpa and everybody. Yeah. And then you would be free and it would be as though it never happened. It would be as though you don't have a past. But you got to forgive them all. Your mother, you said she was a drug addict? She was on drugs? Mm -hmm. And she couldn't help it. She had a problem with her mother. Yeah. And yearning for her father. She literally couldn't help it. Yeah. So you got to forgive them all. If you want to be free. Yeah. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Are you afraid to face them? No. How about your grandmother? No. <laughs> Why have you forgiven, gone to her and forgiven her? Because she lives in Sholo, which is like four hours. It's not a long commute, but I just haven't been able to like get up there and go. Where is that? She lives just like four hours away from me, so I haven't had the time to, like, go up there oh, okay. and physically do it. Like, I plan to do it when I see her next weekend, but okay. that's just the only hang-up. Yeah, your life's going to change, believe me. It's going to be amazing, but you got to forgive them. They can, The way you feel right now is the way they feel, and your mother probably feels worse. That's why she was on drugs. Yeah. Because she has that anger. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. You have any questions for me? Uh, how did you find the show? Um, on YouTube. Well, through him, but we found you on YouTube. And, and that's his name, him? Austin. Oh, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and so when he first told you about the show, what did you think? I thought it was really cool because, like, you were the only person talking the way that you talk. And, like, all that I hear is a bunch of negative about, <laughs> like, everything in the world. It's not just about Trump. It's just, like, everything yeah. is so negative. Yeah. And, how you talk is just like, this is it. Like, this is like real life, like black or white. And sorry, but this is how it is. That's, and that's right. how my grandma is. So it's like, right when on. I heard you, I was like, oh, my grandma's been telling me this forever. That's so right. it's just been like an eye opener to hear you say it because like now I don't feel like I'm the only one that feels. That's right. How you old know? are you? 23. Amazing. You you have no idea how fortunate you are to be waking up at 23. Yeah. You avoid a lot of hardships, a lot of problems. You really are. Yeah. And as soon as you go and forgive, paradise is on earth for you. So you're very fortunate to be 23 and waking up. Amazing. Any questions for me? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. I was at the bank. I went to the bank on Friday. And so I'm just rushing to the bank trying to get back to the office to make a deposit, trying to get back. And there was this uh, black security guard standing in front of the bank right at the door. 
Do they have that in y'all neighborhood too? <laughs> they had cameras on you and a black man at the door. <laughs> and so I had on a shirt that says, be aware of the children of the lie. <laughs> and this black guy was like, <laughs> he was like, what? who are the children of the lie? Uh, I can hardly tell this story. It sounds funny, but. And so I told him the media, the never Trumpers, the Democrats, the right old Republicans, the black race hustlers, and somebody else. Oh, and the preachers. And he said, he started smiling a little bit. He said, oh, good. He said, man, that's good. That makes sense. And then and I said, there's no such thing as racism. They tell you all these lies. He said, really? I said, no, no such thing as racism. And I said to him, your problem is you got to forgive your mama. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? He could have beat me up easily. But what happened when I said it, he started boohooing just like that. He just started crying. And I'm like, he was like, man, you're so right. My mother, I hate my mother. She tried to turn me away from my father. And now I'm with a woman, and I had a baby with her, and she tried to keep my baby away from me. And I'm just filled with rage. It was my blow. It was shocking. Not shocking, but it was amazing. And he just started boohooing and saying, you're right. I got to forgive my mother. She's mean. She is angry. She's mean. And I'm going through the same thing. And he was like, wow, before you walked up, I was in misery. I couldn't, I was just unhappy. He said, now I can see. He kept saying, I can see. I see what you're saying to be true. What you're saying is true. I can see it. And he became real happy and, and smiling. And um, the point I want to make is that when you wake up, you can now see. And once you're able to see you cannot go back to sleep. And your life will just start changing. And that's what happens when you forgive. You will wake up and you will start to see. Because every angry person is blind and don't know it and cannot see. And it reminds me of the, the guy that was waiting at the gate for Jesus. If you ever read the Bible, there's this story in the Bible. A blind man had been, I think he was at the gate. He was somewhere. He was blind, that's for sure. And he had been blind all his life. And so he waited for Jesus. When Jesus walked by, he just touched the guy, and the guy woke up. And, 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 and people were saying, wow, you were blind all your life. What happened? He said, I don't know. This man touched me, and now I can see. And that's what's going to happen when you realize that you need to forgive, that you're in darkness, because studying the Bible ain't going to do it. Getting a degree in academics ain't going to do it. Living in whatever neighborhood, will not do it. Making all the money in the world, will not do it. The only thing that's going to wake you up is you got to realize you're wrong for hating. you got to realize where it, where it come from and you're wrong for hating, right? Then you will wake up. And this guy was like, I can see. I can really see. And that's because he was ready to wake up. And just seeing it, and he hadn't even gone to his mother yet because it happened at the bank there. Just seeing it set, his, set him free because he realized he needed to forgive. He needed to overcome. The most simple principle, the, the number one principle is forgiveness. And yet it's the hardest thing for the average ego to face is that I need to go and forgive. And that's what it means to be born again. You got to see that you got to forgive. 
You got to overcome mama and return to the father. Men and women, it's the spirit. Having sex out of wedlock ain't going to do it. Living with a woman or a woman living with a man ain't going to do it. Trying to control one another ain't going to do it. And what I, what I realized the other day, uh, when you wake up, you start to grow, right? And you, you're learning. And you will get to a point where your, the thoughts that you've been obeying and following and listening to, those thoughts eventually get, get further and further away from you, and you will have total peace. And you only see what to do. You just see the right thing to do and do it. You do not see what not to do. It's so weird. You don't see what not to do. You only see what to do. And it reminded me, when this happened to me, it reminded me of before Adam gave into Eve and Eve gave into the serpent. Adam didn't know anything but what to do. He didn't have to worry about what not to do. He just did what was in front of him. He didn't have a plan. He didn't make decisions. He didn't have to learn the scriptures. He didn't have to do any of that because he was one with his father and he could see what to do. It wasn't no, there was no competition between good and evil because he didn't know evil. He only knew good. And so when you return back to your father on earth and through him you love God, you're not going to, evil won't be your, won't be an issue to you. It will not be. Like you were saying, you, uh, you know what to do. Sometimes you do wrong anyway. Well, after a while, that won't be an issue. You just do right because your father is right. And so you'll be right and do right. It's an amazing way to live, not to have to even be concerned about a choice between right and wrong. That's why in the Bible, I think it says something about you have a choice be- between good and evil or right and wrong, something like that. Choose right. So when you repent, you're choosing what's right. And for the rest of your life, that's what it'll be. For your children, for their children, and each generation will get better. But you got to overcome so that you can just see. It's an amazing way to live. And your life will grow by itself. Can you imagine living a life where you don't have to make a choice? You don't have to make a decision? You don't have to worry about all the crap that you're worried about now? It's an amazing way to live. The kingdom of heaven is inside of us, and the kingdom of hell is outside of us. Look, like you mentioned about the world. Look how messed up the world is. Everything that's wrong is happening in the world right now. Homosexuality, so-called same-sex marriage. You got these men and women taking off their body parts and putting on other people's body parts. You have uh, uh, the politicians lying to you, just outright lying to you. They don't care that they're lying to you. They're causing kids and young people to become immoral, smoking pot, lying. Everything that happened in the Old Testament is happening right now on the earth. But once you wake up and, and, and come into that secret place within, you'll be in it, but not of it. It is a, 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 an amazing way to, to live that way. And that's why God sent Christ so that if you believe in the Son, you will believe in the Father. So if you love your earthly father, your earthly father is the son of God. He may be a beta one, but he's still the son. So when you love the earthly father, you're going to love the creator. Because through him, you'll go back to the father. And I want you to start really thinking about this and overcome your anger. Forgive. There's not one reason on earth. And another thing you're going to realize, there's nothing on earth that's that important. 
Nothing. Not one thing. The things that seem to be important to you now is nothing. Really. There's nothing that should be able to make you worry or be angry or all that kind of stuff. But because you're in that, you got that anger, which is the same nature. And don't let the Christians tell you that anger is good. Jesus was anger, angry or something. They say, okay, go be angry then. Don't fall for that lie. It's a deception. Jesus did not have that kind of anger. We have discernment. He saw what was wrong, spoke up about it, deal with it, call it out. But he did not have a personal feeling about it. So don't fall for the lie, all right? But you got to overcome the anger. And, and men, the world needs you. Women need you badly. God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, a woman over children. The women need the men the way that the men need Christ. And so they're desperate for you. They need you. Any questions about that? Yes. Hey, Daniel. Yes. I have a question more about, like, you know, I've dealt with my anger. I've forgiven my mother. and I've, That's your mother? This is my mother. That's your mother? This is my mother. Wow. Amazing. Welcome. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. And, um, what did your mother say when you went to her to forgive her? Well, I don't know. She's right here. She can tell you. But I'll ask her in a minute, but <laughs> oh, okay. you tell me. Um, she heard me, and uh, I don't know her exact words, but I just felt like there was an understanding. And the things that I said that I was angry for and resented, she admitted to. So it helped a lot to have that sense of, like, you know, yeah, I see that I did wrong. So do you have an adult-to-adult relationship now? Oh, absolutely. You don't feel like a kid when you're with her anymore? No. Oh, good. You're not afraid? Absolutely not. Amazing. That's we good. We have really honest conversations, and we're very, um, we we just talk very direct. Oh, okay. And you're not afraid she's going to slap you? Oh, uh, no. No, she, she never brought, slapped me anyway. She, she was brought never, you in this world. She'll take you out. Yeah. No, she, she was never a disciplinary in, in oh, general, okay. so I never was afraid of her. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'll go to her in a minute. Yeah. What are you about to ask or say? Well, with my situation, like, I've, I have forgiven, and I genuinely feel like I don't have anger. Um, however, my son has a lot of anger <clears throat> towards me, and when I talk to him or when I correct him, he thinks that it's anger. He thinks that I have anger towards him. How old and is he? He's 13. Oh, okay. And, um, and I don't. I, I, I even laugh sometimes. I'm like, I don't have anger. I'm asking. You say you laugh? Well, not laugh at him, but I'm just oh, like, okay. you know, I feel lighthearted when I'm asking. Like when I ask him to, you know, clean up his room or, you know, uh, do his chores, you know, I'm, I have to ask multiple times. And, um, he gets annoyed very easily by me, just even being in the room, just breathing annoys him. Right. And so I noticed that, um, and so I'll ask him a couple of times, a few times, and I don't have anger, but he has anger, and he thinks that I have anger towards him because he's feeling angry. And I just wanted to get your take on, you know, how to handle that, because I don't want to, I don't want to cause, you know, more anger in him. Right. But I think just being, even me not being angry causes more anger in him. So I just Is he to able to be around his father? Um, you know, he can as soon as his father upsets him, say his father corrects him, I mean, then he, he turns on his Meaning that father. whenever 
uh, he wants to be with him or, or the father wants to be with him, is he able to do that? Absolutely. Oh, okay. And yeah, nothing's preventing anybody from seeing each other. And so when you ask him to clean his room, do you keep nagging him about that? I do. I, Cut I, I approach him. Cut so it out. Should I only ask him that. once? Yes. Or, and that's it? And if he doesn't do it, okay, you can't. You're not going to be able to ride your bike until you clean your room. And don't, don't push it. Just leave it like that. And when he wanted to ride the bike, so no, you got to clean your room first. And if he takes a week, he can't ride the bike for a week. There are ways to get him to do it without nagging him. The worst thing you can do is nag him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, there's not an emergency to cleaning a room. Mm-hmm. So tell him to do it. Or ask him to do it. And if he doesn't do it, there are things you can take away from him that he likes. You know so I mean? if I do take, so say, for example, I ask him, Teth, you need to clean your room. You need to give me your phone until your room's clean. Right. Right there becomes a lot of arguing. It's, That's fine, but don't argue back with him. No, I don't. Just I say, don't. hey, you got to clean your room, then you get the phone back, and he'll go clean the room. Okay. Yeah, he will. Especially when you're not mad and yelling and carrying on. Yeah. He will see that you are real about it this time and not angry. He'll start to change. Mm-hmm. Just be patient. Okay. All right. So how are things going with you and his father right now? I think they're going, <laughs> honestly, I think they're going better than when we were ever, have, were ever in a relationship. He's very respectful to me, and, you know, <clears throat> I, I can call him for anything. Like, you know, for example, today they actually are planning to go to the movies together. So he's picking him up at the house, and, you know, it just, there's no anger. There's no are you feeling? Are you feeling better? Well, the only thing I kind of where Satan lives in my head is um, just my son has a lot of anger towards me. And I think like one of the things my son says, like, you know, oh, I know why dad left you. You know, I can't, you're crazy, you know. And so like, and I think this whole me not being angry and embracing this kind of life, you know, it's really foreign to his father and to my son. Right. Yeah. They just look at me like I'm crazy. And Were you crazy at one time? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think my whole life I've been crazy. I yeah. don't deny that. So when that you say, oh, I know why Dad left you, because you're, you're crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I am crazy. And I do but say that. But you better go clean your room. Yeah, and I, that's exactly <laughs> my response. And I do say that. Before this crazy woman come out. Yeah. <laughs> I do I Just do let that. it be a joke. No big deal. Yeah. Don't take it personal. I don't, Because yeah. he's young and he just haven't let go of the way he were prior to now. He doesn't let go of it. Right. But, but if he see that that's not who you are now, eventually he'll overcome it. Yeah. You're just being tested. Yeah. And it, so the only part of me that I tend to like, you know, Satan does kind of come in is just this concept of just, gosh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm single. And, you know, I, I never wanted to, you know, I, I like the idea of being married. I right. love the idea of having a family, and I'd love to have that. Right. And so just this idea of being single, and then <clears throat> the two men that I want in my life, they look at me like they don't want me in their lives. You know, just it's a little, uh, I don't know, like I said, Satan gets in there, and it, it, it turns it into a little bit of an emotion of pain, you know. And so, but so, I let it go. So the two guys, your, your boyfriend and your son, act as though they don't want you in their life? Correct. And, and how do you feel about that? Like it, well, like, two parts of it. I, I recognize that this is all coming because I want to do what's right, you know? So I see that, and I, like, am comfort 
by, hey, I, I'm doing what's right. And I can yeah. see that it's right because things are working. The house is clean. You know, my son's doing better in school. You know, Did it, you move back? No, oh. he did not. He, he's, he's, living, um, he's living with his sister. So, oh, okay. Um, and oh, he moved out. He moved out. Okay. Yeah, because it's, um, it's my mother's house that we live in. So, oh, amazing. Um, I know you're glad he's gone, huh? about us depend on them. Uh, how did you feel about her living with a man not married? That was her decision and I, I love my daughter and it was that her decision. I respect that. Oh you do? Yes. And it's, she has to find out things for her own. Yeah. I cannot give her anything. I, Why did so, you live, live in your house unmarried? Because they didn't have any other place, decent place to live. They could stay on the street? I there's some decent streets left I out there. I was more year. concerned. I was more concerned about my grandson. But you should be concerned as her son. Yes, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Don't let them make you do wrong. I I understand that now, but oh, yeah. at that time, um, I have a different beliefs, a different feelings. Right. So. Yeah. So when she came to you and said, "I'm sorry for hating you," what were your, What did you think about that? I, I knew that at one point that was going to happen. I didn't know when it was going to happen. You knew you had done wrong because, by her? I'm sorry? You knew you had made mistakes with her? Yes, I made mistakes. Why hadn't you gone and apologized before she came to you? Uh, I did before. Oh, you apologized to I her? I apologized. And she didn't accept it? I, honestly, I don't remember. The uh. only thing I know that he, knowing my daughter, I know that in her heart, she didn't hate me. She never hit me. Oh, no, she it hated was, you. No, oh, she no, hated you. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on in your heart, I, but she I, hated to you. To me, it was like a stage that she was going through, but eventually she was going to come through and realize that she didn't have really a, a good reason to hate me because I love her so much. And if I made mistakes, we are humans, and uh, and we sometimes we don't know better, and we made those mistakes. Amazing, I understand that. I've heard that before too, but that doesn't change anything. The only thing that's going to change is when she can admit she hate and go and forgive. Then God will forgive her. All those little nice words doesn't change a thing. I understand that it was it's her job. It's she has to do it on her own. Yeah, like have, I have to do my things on my own. Did you go and forgive? Your mother? Uh, I would say uh, almost 90% of the issues, yes. I still have a couple issues that I'm still working on. It. Why not forgive 100%? I'm 99 to, I, and a I, half I, won't do. I know. You got to do 100. I know. I so know. why not forgive her all the way? Because I had to, I had to recognize my, my own, myself, and work on that, and I'm working on it. I'm getting closer and closer, but, uh, yeah. But why the, what do you mean getting closer? Why clo not, uh, why, right I mean, now the I say, you yes, I forgive you 100%, because I will be lying to myself that I, uh, 100%, that is just uh, one issue that um, <coughs> I, I don't know. I'm, like I say, I had to work on that. 
But there is no percentage of, of forgiveness. No, I understand. Either is, you forgive is, is or, or you don't. Right. I, I so why that. are you living off percentage? Well, because See, it, make it, it, make it, it look, make look better for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but you would be happy. You would, be, you would have perfect peace if you forgave so God can forgive you. God yes. cannot forgive you until you forgive your mother. Yes, I understand that. You like suffering? No. Are you married? Yes. And um, does he know you have not forgiven? Um, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Do you give him hell? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but he might feel like I'm like, giving as hell. Would say, he might feel like I'm giving hell. <laughs> so what? He might feel like I'm giving hell. He wouldn't be feeling it if you weren't yeah. giving it. <laughs> Probably that's the case. Yes. Have you apologized for giving him hell? No. Why not? I don't know. Ooh. So you just ain't forgiving nobody. No, exactly. <laughs> you said exactly. So are you a Christian? No. You're Catholic? No. You're Muslim? No. You're a Jew? What are you? I'm Leah. You're little? What's <laughs> her no. name? Is, I'm Leah. Oh, Leah. Are you atheist? No. Oh. Amazing. Do you believe that you should forgive? Yes. Well, go do it so you can be free. Really, it's going to be amazing. Then you understand what your daughter is experiencing now, that she has forgiven. Yes. All right? Any questions for me? No. Any disagreement about anything? We will have to spend another year talking about it. <laughs> another year? I'm ready. <laughs> I love it. Let's do the year. Start now. <laughs> One thing that you disagree with me about? Uh, for what Adrian tells me, I don't know. I'm completely new to this. I, well, right I, on. I think I hear you maybe for five minutes on YouTube one day that she sent me a video and, and that was it. I really don't know too much about, uh, but it's, everything that I know is through my daughter. And so when you turn on the video, you were only able to watch it for five minutes? Yeah. You're like, what the? <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> and what's your, what do you disagree with me about? Uh... Oh my God! Was <laughs> huh? it about obedience? Let her, let her come away. Yeah, that's something uh, that I don't agree. Is the Ooh. obedience? It, it, it's, it's not clear to me what you're saying about obedience so of the woman. I'm sorry. The uh, the obedience of the woman to their man. Oh. And that's um, hard to figure. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you don't understand why a woman has to obey her husband. Yes. Oh, I see. And what did your daughter tell you about that? That you had to be obedient to your husband because... Do you obey your husband? Uh, no. Amazing. And why not? Why not? Yes. Because I feel like I have certain rights and certain feelings. Well, you do. You have a right to obey your husband. <laughs> what more rights do you need? 
Um, you have the right. <laughs> I, I think it's because I'm a really independent person. You're independent meaning what? Independent and in a way that uh, I feel like, a, gosh, it's complicated. Um, I like to be independent. I don't like to be asking anybody what I should be doing or what should I be doing. Well, why did you marry him knowing that you were not going to obey him? Are you sitting on needles and pins right now? No. You look as you are. This is, I'm so grateful for this moment. Oh. <laughs> no idea. Oh, okay. I am Why did you marry him knowing that you were not going to obey him? Well, I didn't think that I had to obey him from the beginning. I, it was not in my mind that I had to obey a man. Well, it was wow. just a two people sharing a life together, and that was it. Did he know that before he married you? I think so, yes. But you're not sure? I explained that to him at once. Before you married him? Before I married him. You said, look, him. I am not going to obey you. Yeah. And he still married you? Yes. A beta. That's horrible. Isn't that horrible? Why would a man marry a woman knowing that she's not going to obey? Because I, I don't know. I, I, you have to ask him why. Yeah, bring him next Sunday. Knowing the, the situation. You could have said. Um, so do you see, how long have you been married? I don't know, maybe 30 some years. Do you see now how hard life has been in the relationship because you would not obey him? Yes. Yeah. Had you obeyed him, it would have been smooth, much better. Uh... So now that you see that life has been hard because you didn't obey him, you can go and apologize, and, and it'll start up again. It'll be right. It'll be amazing. Say, look, I should have obeyed. I'm sorry. I was a liberal woman thinking I wanted my own way. But obey is, is uh, I don't have clear that what is obey. When you want to have, uh, you know, I I don't want to get into it. You don't want to what? I don't want to continue talking about it. Why not? Why? Because uh, I feel like he should be here to defend himself. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I bet he wish he was here. He gets some help. Yeah. But will you bring him next Sunday? I don't know. It's going to be depend on him. Can you bring your father? I, I brought him here before. Oh, you brought you your father before? Yeah. Oh. It would be nice. Did he know that she felt this way? Does he know? Um, so the conversations I've had with him, uh, he's very hurt in the relationship. Of course. Because um, my mother's made decisions that absolutely go against that concept of obeying. Yeah. And she, he, he's been very hurt by the relationship. And he came into the relationship because he has his, in talking with him, you know, after... Um, attending the church and we went home and we had a very good conversation. I really got to learn a different side of him. Um, and he came from a lot of pain from different women. He yeah. had three other women before my mother. All of them was his mom. All of them brought pain. Yeah. yeah. And so when, um, he got with my mom, 
he was under the illusion, because he was my stepfather, um, that, you know, he had this family, this two kids and a woman already, you know, prepackaged, prepaid family, you know. <laughs> and in that, um, he, he ended up living in hell. And today, you can see the results of kind of where they're at, where, you know, he lives in a, one area, she lives in a different place, and um, they call yeah. themselves married, but they're not behaving as a married couple. Wow. Bring him next Sunday. I respect the fact you don't want to talk about him. He's not here. All right. But I would recommend you apologize to him for the wrongdoing, your wrongdoing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yes, that way. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. And then that, at least you're working on you. And maybe through that, he may realize, you know what? I'm wrong, too. And things will start to change. All right. OK. So now you agree with me, right? Yes, I agree with you. So number two. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, believe me, if we sat here and talked for a while, you agree with everything I'm saying. You really will. You invite me over for tacos. Oh. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> any other questions? No. So let me, anybody have any questions or anything? Yes, sir. Oh, hold on for one minute. One thing I, I got to tell you guys is right after this, because of time. Um, I feel like uh, obey is a word that Satan would use. Uh, obey is a word Satan would use? Yeah, he would have use. You ever, did you lie to your husband, too? <laughs> I think uh, the, the good def better definition for obeying is trust. Uh-uh. Yeah. Obey is the word. You trust in the man. If you're obeying, you are trusting. Yeah. Don't try thing. to dress it up. Just Women think, don't want to hear obey. Leave yeah, it as obey. But it's the same thing, right? No, but let's stay with the real word. Trust me. Oh, yeah, I trust you. I'm going to obey you now, Jesse. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't change the word. That's what society does. It softens the words down. Like, anger is hate, really. Christ called it hate. And when you hate your brother, you hate everything. But the world softened it down to resentment, and then they start calling it anger. And it's like being a homosexual, right? Which is worse to know, that you're a homosexual or that you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice to know I'm gay. But no, you're a homosexual. No. <laughs> so they changed the wording. Like with abortion. You're killing a child in the womb. We sound better. My body, my choice, or fetus, or a baby. You know, it's the real words that wake you up. When they soften those words down, they want to sleep. They don't want to wake up. Because it's hurt to hear the truth. Really. So that's why. So, so leave, obey there. Uh, are you going to get married? I'm already married. Are you, uh, did your wife say she promised to obey? Or is she trust? We, we did a silent marriage. We just signed papers. You didn't make any promises? No. Amazing. Where's your wife now? She's, uh, she's traveling. Ooh. Out of town. Trusting somebody. <laughs> All right. I'll rest my case. Yes, Jalan. Can I say something on that, or have we moved on? We moved the... on. Oh, okay. Well, by the way, they're called euphemisms. What? What's called that? Softening words. Oh, I appreciate that. So, um, you know, 
in the Bible it talks about uh, Martin. What was the name of the God that Jesus was asking? Who do, you, who do you say I am? Remember the disciples went out and they came back and they said, oh, everybody asked me, who are you? Who is this Jesus guy? And he asked, what do you say? What, what's the name of the guy? Peter. Okay, tell us the story about that real fast. Do you remember that? Well, yeah, he sent them out two by two to um, preach and to teach and to um, heal and to... Um, Right. And then they came back, and then they reported to him what they had done. You know, like, this is amazing. Yeah. They were all excited. Yeah. And, and one of the guys said, they asked us who you are. Who is this Jesus guy? And he asked, well, what, what do you say? Who do you say I am? Am no, I right Yeah, he asked them, or he asked, yeah, he asked the apostles. Um, who do you say I am? What did the people say that, who did the people say that I am? And... Go ahead, real fast. Oh, actually, I don't know if he did that, but he did ask Peter, "Who did who do you say?" No, he asked all the guys before he got right, to Peter. Right, and then he asked Peter. And what were some of the other guys' responses before Peter? Do you remember that? Any any more Bible thumpers? Right here. Oh, oh, here Bible thumper. Do you remember that story? I mean, Bible thumping is not bad. All right. Yeah, I, I just like it because you know right what it is. <laughs> yeah. so he doesn't seem to remember the story. You remember that story? What did the other guys, who did they say he was? Who the other, who the other guys? Yeah. Other now the other disciples. He said, who do you say I am? And they said what? Do you uh, remember? Some say, uh, some say Elijah. Some oh, say, yeah. Right. Um, what was the other one? Uh, uh, John the Baptist. Yeah, no, it's not John the Baptist. John the Baptist yeah. back yeah. from the dead. Yeah, back from the yeah. dead. Yes, yeah, right, right. Right. And, yeah, I think that was, there might have been one more. Okay, and then he finally yeah. got to Peter, and he asked, who do you say I am, Peter? What did Peter say? Uh, you are Christ, the Son of God, and uh, that's when he got called Kepha, or the rock. And when Jesus said, when Peter said that, what did Jesus say to him? His response to Flesh that. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. Absolutely. Right. That's what you want. You don't want flesh and blood to reveal God to you. You want your Father in heaven to reveal him. All right? Because once that happens, you know that you know, you know, you know, and nothing can cause you to think or doubt or see it another way. All right. And the reason I bring this up, because we talked about this on the show, Pope Francis, you know who he is? What a pitiful pope. (laughs) A pitiful pope. Do you know who Pope Francis is? Uh, I heard the name, don't really know too much about him. Oh, you don't know. You know who Pope Francis is? Uh, pope Francis, I've seen him. I, I think the last pope I followed, well, I think the last pope I followed was uh, Pope John. You used to follow a pope, what, huh? I follow, well, I was part of the Archdiocese of New York City, uh, Catholic diocese. Really? So, yeah. Were you a Catholic at the time? Uh, I grew up Catholic. Oh, what but, was that like? Uh, I mean, you you didn't really know a whole lot, you know. No one really read scriptures. It was until I read scriptures. I still identified as Catholic for a long time until right. I, I knew there was a Protestant. But and so, what's your impression of Pope Francis? Uh, I mean, I honestly, uh, I, I, I pre-framed this last time. Is it, it might be a bridge too far for most folks to hear, but I think they're all uh, involved with the Illuminati pedophiles, and they all wear, wear the red shoes, and so they're in the child trafficking, oh, amazing. Uh, which is connected to the why the border. The Pope wear red shoes. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Maybe you need to hit one two times and be home. They're huh? all, yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're all, uh, it's, I, I tell, what I, what I tell people in my neck of the woods is that 
a lot of people don't know that the Pharisees and Sadducees are still here. They just rebranded when the gospel got out. And so a lot of the Pharisee side, the right hand, uh, went into, became Jesuits, followers of Jesus. And they Do you believe that the earth is flat? Of course. Oh. Well, and, no but you have to know why. There it is. <laughs> you have to know why, I believe. It, it, no, it, you, believe, yeah. you believe the earth is flat, too? You convinced me it's round. <laughs> <laughs> right. How about you? I believe it's flat, yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Are you all Zs or uh, millennials? He's a Z. I'm a Z. He's a Z. Z. Mm. 30. I don't know. So, 30, I don't know. I'm a millennial. So at one time you believe it was flat. Mm-hmm. Why? Wait, at one time? No, I, I was joking. Oh. Remember, I was the one that asked you, do you think it's oh, flat? Oh, you sure did. Yeah. yeah. I remember now. I was joking. You, you didn't convince me, but yeah. Right on. You should believe it's flat. Mm-hmm. Oh. But you have to know why. It, it, it's a real simple answer. Amazing. It, it's real. There, because you believe it. Well, no, not just because believe it. It's because it it it, sh- it makes the story of what happened with Lucifer a reality, like why God built the firmament. It's it was a barrier uh, uh, to to separate heaven and earth. It's and it, it's surrounded by the ice wall because it's all going to melt and fall apart. And outside there's the other two thirds the angels that are wrapped in glory, and the one third is in here. And it's all going, when it melts, it all becomes one when the game's this over. This made you want to drink, huh? Yeah. Anybody got a pot on you? Yeah. This is so confusing. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense, but I yeah. understand it, though. Yeah, yeah. It, Who's showing you that? Uh, I mean, it literally is in the Bible. It's. It, oh, you read that in the Bible? Man, yes. Yeah, yeah. First, when I told you, when I heard a story, I thought it was ridiculous, but God started giving me dreams and took me another route. He took me the Nephilim route, and then he's... I had a dream about the, the three pyramids in Antarctica. You should come on to Father's Day. We're going to have you on the TV show. Okay. Oh, the radio show. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. It's a great, it's a great okay, conversation. Make sure you see uh, James before you leave. Okay. Uh, or or uh, Dallin, give him your information. We'll have you on the show. Okay, thank you. And bring some of your earth, other flat earthers with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to have some round earthers. All right. This be right fun, on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Yes, Mark. I yeah. could end the argument with one question. Where's the edge? After all these years, everybody would have been falling off the edge by now. People would have found the edge. The edge would be all around the earth, so you couldn't miss it. Did God tell you where the edge is? It's super simple. It's, it's, uh, you, you don't go this way. You go this way. It's like, like going around a, a, a plate, you know? Oh. And the edge, the edge is a, a compass called the circle of the earth. And they, the easiest way to get to it is through um, uh, right below South America, through Antarctica, right there. And that's where everybody went to find it in the 60s. It was huge. But they well, kept it under wraps. Those thoughts. We'll get you on the show. This should get me a lot of followers. Yeah, it's around. All right. Okay. All right. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, we'll definitely have you on the show. Uh, you believe the Earth is flat, too? You never believed it at all? Uh, I kind of entertained the idea just because I heard it. And yeah. I was like, well, i got to look into it. And I wasn't thoroughly convinced. Um, so, yeah. So it might be flat? No. I mean, again, I say no just because it, it doesn't make any sense oh, as okay. far as from my point of view. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have you on the show, too. Okay. We're going to have a field day with this. <laughs> you said with the millennials and disease. So I, um, the Pope said that, um, apparently the Pope said that Jesus Christ is not God and that he was a, just a man, a noble man, a moral man, but not God. And when he said that, the Catholic freaked out. 
they don't know what to do. They think about finding that flat earth and get <laughs> and run it off the earth. <laughs> and that's the same way that Christians believe that Jesus is God, right? And to think that he might not be God, it will cause a flat earth thing to happen. And so my point is, how many people believe Jesus is God? And you could be, and no sweat off my brow. You believe it, Daniel, that Jesus is God? Oh, and tell me why. I think because you said it. That Jesus is God? If you didn't say it, then. I'm sorry? Yeah, I think it's because you said it, that's why. Who said it? You. That Jesus is God? I never said Jesus oh, is God. Daniel. I said Jesus is the son of God. I haven't, been wa- I haven't been watching the show. <laughs> Amazing. You also believe the earth is flat. How could it be flat if there's mountains and valleys? Uh-huh. <laughs> but hold it. We'll deal with it. Uh, so nobody here believes Jesus is God. Who at one time thought Jesus was God? Believe that. Oh, good. And why did you believe it at one time? Um, I grew up Catholic, and that's what I was taught. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know the Catholic Church taught this, that Jesus was God. And why did you believe? And so what do you believe now, and why? Um, I believe that Jesus is our brother, um, mostly because you've said it, and it's kind of woken up that idea in my head that he, he couldn't be God because there's only one God, so how could he be God? And Jesus, you know, is supposedly just this person on earth, and he did all these godly things through God, but... He isn't God himself. That doesn't make him God. Okay. How about you, Bob Love? You at one time believed Jesus is God? Yeah, when I was really young, I did. And what changed your mind about that? I mean, I let go of that uh, when I left the church completely and basically became an atheist. Um, And then I guess my journey back to God... um, you, was influenced strongly by your teach, by you saying, you know, that the Son of God is our brother, and that was way easier to swallow for me. <laughs> oh, okay. And how about, you say you believed at one time that Jesus is God? Yeah. Cause Why did you believe that at one time? That's what I was told when oh, I was yeah. young. So you know, and you just accept w- it. What do you believe now? I believe he's our brother. And, and why yeah. do you believe that? The the sacrifice um, doesn't make sense if he is God. There'd be no point for sacrifice and resurrection. Okay. It just didn't make any sense to me. I really want to encourage you all. You got to know for yourself that you know that you know everything, right? Don't just take anybody's word at anything. You hear, but let it go out one ear and the other. Because if you're just taking someone's word at it, it's not going to work. It's not you knowing for yourself and you can live a whole life believe it a lie thinking that it's the truth and your life is not working for whatever reason you think well you make up other excuses for life not working but once you know like the young man at the bank said I can see he can see and it was because of God waking him up from within not because of what I said but God confirmed for him, so now he can see. And once he can see, nobody can cause him to go back to sleep again. So, and just think about this. Who are these people that's telling you these things? Jesus is God, or whatever they say. Who told them Jesus was God? 
Uh, you know, if somebody told them, have that person come and tell you. And then you find out how do they find out. You as smart as they are. They are no different. Just because they have a, a degree or preacher degree, it doesn't mean, it's just a piece of paper. And all it does is tell you how they work. But you've got to start knowing for yourself. Otherwise, it's just not going to be good for you. Nobody is smarter than you. You just, just because you don't have a doctor degree, it doesn't mean you don't know how to doctor on yourself at times. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to always run to the doctor. Go in and take some castor oil or something. When we got sick, we never went to the doctor. They, and I'm not telling you not to go to the doctor in case you die. But uh, <laughs> um, I was asking a friend of mine. I had this friend who was dating, but this friend of mine doesn't know how to work on anything. He doesn't know how to fix anything, right? So I asked him, how do you, once you get married and your wife say that the faucet broke, how are you going to fix it? He said, I'm going to go to the Internet. I'm like, oh, that's how the young people think today. Everything is on the net, right? My point is, everything is inside of you. Really, just get to know yourself, and that way no one can mislead you. Really, they can't. You hear stuff, and you just know it's not true. Or you would know that it's true. But you got to know for yourself that you know. Don't take people worried at this stuff. And now the people are all up in arms because the Pope is saying that Jesus was not God. And all these years, you guys thought he was God. So now what you going to do? They probably take the Pope red shoes away from him, right? <laughs> and put them above and put them to another person. But you can know that. And so whomever is telling you guys that the earth is flat, let it go in one ear and out the other. And you'll find out if that's true or not. It may be true. I don't know. It might be flat. But I just never thought of it as being flat. I remember when I was a kid, there were people who were saying the earth was flat. Because I remember asking my grandmother, that man said that the earth is flat, right? She like, go sit down. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> and I don't believe that lie anymore. But you got to know for yourself. And you can know. And the way you know the things of God, you got to get to know yourself. Get to know yourself. Pay attention to yourself. And you will wake up. And once you wake up, that's it. Your whole world starts to change. You start to know for yourself. Even with the medication, you know how the doctors, everybody offer medication? And then as soon as they offer the medication on the little bottle, it says that it might cause heart disease, blood pressure. Uh, you may break out in AIDS. Whatever, right? <laughs> Why are you giving me a medication that's going to kill me? Because you trust these people too much. You trust the experts. You have to only have faith in God. Only, and once you wake up, you will only have faith in him. Only, yeah, only have faith in God. And you hear the expert, but you know they're dummies. All right? Yes, sir. Hold on real fast. So for me growing up, I grew up in a kind of Christian household. But as a young kid, I think I always confused God, Jesus, and Lord, and I thought they were all the same person. So I never had this distinction of, one was different. Even though I heard that son of God, that phrase, I just never applied it to Jesus and kind of put everything together. And going along with what you're saying as, you know, growing up, and it's, this is probably a lot more uh, recent, is, you know, ha real realizing 
what that means, Jesus is the Son of God, is not something, I guess it's something that's revealed to you, uh, but it's not something if you, or it's, I've, I've seen you ask this before, yeah. to, where how do you know Jesus is, you know, real, or, or how do you know the story, and, and it's still something that's probably not easy to explain to somebody, but it just, I, I believe it's within, and so it's, I don't know if it's easy for everyone to It's, it's not easy to explain that Jesus is the Son of God? Is the Son, yeah, that and why you believe that. And what do you believe now? Uh, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And why do you believe that? Oh, man, see, that I was... I knew you were going to ask it, and I wasn't ready to answer it. And I've—it's uh, faith, faith. Yep, faith. Why are you acting like you're not sure? Faith. Are you it's guessing faith. at it? No, it's faith. I knew it. <laughs> it's just you know you have to own it. So you just—you have to own it. Yeah. Amazing. Faith. And it's, so I, you believe Jesus is Son because of faith? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. This is why have you have to just point people back to themselves. Once you get to know yourself, He will reveal all things to you. Then you will know. Even if I explain it, you still don't know. You just heard about it. You can go out and start repeating it, but you still don't know. But when it's revealed to you by getting to know yourself. It's, you're the kind of rock that God would build his house on because you know for yourself. Nobody told you. He will reveal it to you. And a lot of people don't know that the kingdom of heaven is within and that uh, his children go and live in that kingdom. You're in this outer world with all this hell going on, but you're living from the secret place within. You really are. And people don't know that. They don't understand that. But once you pay attention to yourself, it will happen. Yeah. And earlier, when you were talking about that story of Peter, he says you have to, it has to be revealed to you, yes. not flesh and blood. Can you repeat that one more time? I, I caught a little bit of that phrase, but I've never heard that before. Uh, they were having, uh, as, as they explained, the disciples went out, you know, talking about Christ, representing the truth. And when they came back, because a lot of people had asked them a lot of things, well, who is this Jesus guy you're talking about, blah, 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 right? They ran into some lot of good stuff. And so they were having lunch. Uh, I think they were having they were having pizza. (laughs) I don't think they made pizza then. They were having Jew food. (laughs) They were having pizza bread with pita bread with hummus. Yeah, hummus on it. (laughs) And Jesus like, here you want a piece of bread? He was passing the bread. And then they were like, well, they was all asking about you. And they said, well, who do you say I am? You are Lord of Lord. And then the other person said, oh, you're king of king. And the other person said, oh, you're almighty. Whatever, right? Like they do today. Oh, Lord of Lord, Jesus of Jesus, right? And then Peter said, well, I say you're the son of God. And then he's like, right on. No man told you that. You saw that for yourself. It was revealed to you. So the preacher didn't tell him that, oh, that guy you're hanging out with is the son of God. It was revealed to you. And believe me, it can ha- it's in all of us. 
for things to be revealed. It really is. It's in you, folks. It's so amazing. But you got to let go of all this knowledge stuff. All that stuff needs to die away so your ego can start to die. And you, you start living by... There will come a day where you just live by revelation rather than thoughts. Mm. I was telling Joel the other day, I'm looking forward to getting to the point where thoughts is not an issue at all. I never think about anything because I know it's a setup. And I, I want to live the way it was before the fall. And that's possible. Um, did I see your hands over Oh, a bunch of them. Martin, I saw your hand first and then there. Did I see your hand, Martin? No. No, okay. Yes, sir. So the verse you're talking about is Matthew 16, starting in verse 13. And it says, When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, yeah. But my Father, which is in heaven. That's right. So that's, that's what you want. You want to come back to revelation. You don't need someone to tell you everything. Because they're just telling you what they think they know. But if they point you back to the source, it will be revealed to you. And you don't want people to teach you the Bible anyway. They don't want you to teach you about God. They're supposed to be a living example of it and point you back to him. Once they start teaching you, it's over. Because it builds the intellect. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, James. All right. I have some super chats and things, but we'll probably read those tomorrow. Okay. But I do have some questions for you. All right. Everybody know who James is? The hate report guy. He be yelling at black people on the show. <laughs> He's the only white guy that yell at black people. Other than Trump. You hear what Trump said about Obama and, uh, and the vice president? Vice president Biden. Did you hear that, uh, uh, Kent? Did you hear that? You want me to tell you? <laughs> president Trump said that, and I'm paraphrasing someone. The only thing Joe Biden did for eight years with Obama was the kisses A. I was like, yes! <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that's how you be a white man. <laughs> He's not afraid. So white guy, let that be your example. A president said that. And no big deal. So get over your fears and start speaking up. That was, and now everybody in the world know Biden just kissed Obama eight for eight years. How do you live with yourself when everybody know that? <laughs> I bet his wife said, you sleeping in the other room tonight. <laughs> uh, let me just finish with that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this lady has a quick question. She realized that she made her sons angry and beta. Yeah. And so because she realizes what she created, would it be an advantage to her sons to apologize? Or should she wait until they're ready if, if ever, to forgive her. Well, you can apologize to your son. 
go to them and say, look, I made you the way you are. I was wrong. I'm sorry. And you should forgive me so you can overcome me. You can be born again. She should go and apologize. When my son, he was mad at me. Uh, when he came to me, I'm like, okay, you're right, man. I was wrong. I should not, first of all, I should have made a baby out of wedlock. I tried to marry his mother, but she made it impossible for it to happen. But you're suffering because I wasn't there, and I was wrong. And then he took a, number, a couple more years before he understood that. And once he understood it, because he had to go through hell with his woman before he could understand it, then he realized, you know, you're right. But I apologize. Nothing wrong. If you're wrong, be quick to apologize, especially with your children. And then change from it. And they'll, they'll be fine. But she should apologize. A super chat from this guy, Uncle Tom, who says... Uncle Tom! <laughs> I used to have a real Uncle Tom. <laughs> His real name was Thomas, uh, Tommy, but we call him Uncle Tom. <laughs> no wonder he never answered. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so Uncle Tom says, Jesse, I need to know... Is it a sin to go into war and kill an enemy? Would that be considered murder? No. You're supposed to kill your enemy. And then last one. This guy who's out of the country, I told him to call him, but just listen to this. He said, me and my stepdad got into a government contract under my company. He lost it, meaning he went crazy, when I negotiated 9% when he wanted to give me 7%. I told him to stop doing business with emotions. He wants an apology from me. I'm not prideful, but I stand by what I said. Should I apologize for the sake of his peace? You know, I don't know. If you were wrong, you should apologize. If not, don't, you don't owe an apology. Because emotional people, they get angry about anything anyway. So really, it's up to you. I don't know. I, uh, the one thing about emotions, you've got to overcome emotions. You have to become dispassionate people. As long as you are passionate people, your life is going to be hell. Really, but when you're a dispassionate person, you have perfect love for others. But when you're an emotional person, you have no love for anyone. None. So emotion is a woman's thing. It's not of God. And so once you're born again, because I used to be emotional too. I know what it's like to be emotional. I used to, you know, just totally emotional. But once you, this is for the men and the women, once you overcome your mother and return to the father, you're going to be born again. That's what it means to be born again. All that emotional stuff will disappear by itself. And you'll find yourself dealing with life in the right way. You really will. That makes sense? Do you agree with that? you got to overcome emotions? Because I know you got a whole year of stuff you disagree right there. I don't know. Is, do you think emotions are good for you? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes like, like emotions. Like when? When is one time that emotions are good? Okay, I'm going to explain this. Okay. Um, we were driving, and we were crossing a river, and it was this man throwing chemicals to the river. I get really emotional because he was doing something wrong that is going to affect not myself, but a, a, a lot, a lot of people. Right. And how can I be emotional about it and do something about it? Did he stop throwing the, the junk in the river when you became emotional? No. And so what good did it do to become emotional? 
But you could have done that without the emotions. Yes, I, I and understand. That way you but would not have and been bothered by it. In the moment, it's hard to detach yourself of emotion. And then, like later on, yes, you can think and do something that, about it. Right. But it's really hard, at least for me, to detach myself or something, uh, something like that. And that's why you must be born again? Because yes. once you are born again, emotions will start to disappear and you will naturally become a dispassionate person. Then you can deal with things without being affected within. I think that's, and I'm not a doctor, but that's one reason so many women get cancer and stuff because they're very emotional, so they overreacted to everything, and anger causes the body to go <coughs> to destroy itself. It really does, because there's no love and anger. But once you forgive, go forgive your mother. She couldn't help it, and love your father. Then all that mother's love would disappear. And then you deal with life in a calm way. The heaven and earth were built in calmness, not in emotions. You're not, you were not created to be emotional. That only come from hate. I had to work on that. <laughs> well, go and forgive. You have to do no more work. All right? And let me know how it goes. Okay. All right. See? Another thing you agree with. Yes. <laughs> Two. Amazing. Two. 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 We got a whole year to go. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, actually, I was... Uh, going to say that I was there the day that she um, saw that happening because she, she lives in Costa Rica and um, and I remember uh, being very calm in that moment yeah. and I remember my mom trying to grab her phone and trying to make the call couldn't find the phone couldn't figure things out and I remember just being like hand me the phone I will call and you know and just taking it one step that's at a right. time that's right that's how I want you to feel about what's happened with your boyfriend your son if they don't want to be around you, fine. Y'all go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's past three years old anyway. Yes. So let him go and be with the father. Yeah. They don't yes. like you, fine. I don't like y'all either. <laughs> go shopping. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You brought him past three, so he needs his father now. Yes. He All right. Does. So you just love them. They don't have to love you back. Okay. Then you won't be hurt on the inside. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Live your life. Make some more rap songs. Okay. <laughs> Victoria, I got to ask you this. And speaking of emotions, and then I got to end here. Unless somebody has a question. Um, Victoria, you went to the movie theater. You never, were you the one? Huh? Yes. And when you were coming out, did the people start running and screaming? Yes. And why? I heard, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> So what happened? <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to laugh a lot while I tell it, maybe. I don't know. Okay. But um, all I remember is Joel and I were standing outside of the restroom, and we were waiting for, for Boo Boo. <laughs> Joel used the same restroom you guys used? <laughs> we, he, I don't think <laughs> Why was he standing outside the women's bathroom? No, it was right after the movie, so everything oh. was like calm, and we were oh, kind of okay. just um, talking about you know, what we just saw in the movie and stuff right. like that. And this, um, we were talking to another lady that just, it was really random. She just walked up to us and started talking. It was, it was interesting, you know. But all of a sudden, in all of that, we just see 
a bunch of people running towards us. And I pointed out to Joel after, but I was like, there were a lot of men saying, get into the bathroom, get into the bathroom. Like nobody knew what was really happening. So Joel <clears throat> was unusually calm, but still, um, I don't know, it was kind of like he just keyed into what was happening. Like right. you could tell he was a little like maybe, I don't, I don't know what you would, how you would describe it. but um, Was he screaming? No. Oh. <laughs> and I don't remember how I was acting either, to be honest with you. I heard that you were running and screaming. No. <laughs> no. I don't remember screaming, but maybe I did. Like, I don't know. But um, like I said, he just really, like, kicked into action really fast. And he was just like, get into the bathroom, get into the bathroom. And then I start thinking, okay. And I'm pretty sure he told me, like, go get her. You know, she's in there. So right. I thought, okay. So I ran in there screaming her name. Like, okay, you know, I don't even remember what I said. But, I mean, we were already in the bathroom. So I was like, we just have to stay in the bathroom. And, again, just people running frantic, frantic, frantic. That's all I remember. And, like I said, Joel stayed calm the entire time. Right on. And he just, you know, was trying to keep us together. Like, just we need to know where it's coming from, whatever it is. And we didn't really, we didn't know so what it was. So they thought they heard a bomb go off at the movie theater or a gunshot, right? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Now looking back, it, with that emotion stuff you were talking about, it was like, oh, these people are just running towards us. And not to be funny, but like, certain people are historically known to run into danger instead of out of it. Right. And yeah. because I saw those people, <laughs> who shall remain nameless, but I saw them running away from something, I'm like, oh, they probably really saw something. Oh, okay. You know? But... Looking, you, why you... Was it the, the uh, Allah U Abba people? No, white people. Oh, white people. Oh, white people running. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't really want to oh, say yeah, it. Oh, white people yeah. love to yeah, run and scream. Yeah, they'll run into it. So uh, because they were running away from it, I thought, uh, okay, something must really be up, whatever it is. And, that's amazing. Yeah, so that was it. I just really The thought, point like, is you got to stay calm. Yeah. But unless you overcome that anger, you're not going to be able to stay calm through all situations. And that way you end up making wrong decisions. You, you're just not going to see the right thing to do. I love that story, especially when Joel said he would come through it, because that's how you're supposed to be, the natural way of being. Um, oh, did, is this your first time back since you got married? I'm sorry? Yes. Oh, can you come up for a minute before we turn? I want you to meet the newlyweds. Amazing. <laughs> the newlyweds. Did y'all have a baby or you having one? You had the baby? A month ago. You had it? Yep. Why didn't you let your wife do it? Why didn't you let your wife have the baby? Well, we had a Come over here for a minute. We're here. Congratulations, guys. What'd you have? Boy. Real man made boys. Congratulations. That's right. So tell, tell me your name. I, I did the wedding and forgot the names already. I just know they're my... What's your name? Liz. Liz? Yes. Daniel. Daniel. Congratulations, guys. How's it, how long have you been married now? Uh, it'd be three months now. How's it going? Two, two months? I don't remember. How's it going? It's been a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can tell you, great. you catch your hair, huh? No, no. You forgot how long it's been. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been two months. <laughs> he like, it's been a while. Um, uh, are you obeying? Yes. You still obeying? Yes. Is she obeying? She is. Oh, good. When I did the wedding, I said over and over again, do you promise to obey? Do you promise to obey? 
will you obey? She's like, yes, yes, yes. And her friends were there who don't know us, I guess. They were like rolling their eyes. What do you mean, obey? <laughs> what did they say about that later? Uh, it was actually mostly part from his uh, from his side, what they say? Oh, women. my family will bring it up. It's a thing now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. The men will be like obey, and the women will just shake their heads. <laughs> or they will be catty. So like when we have conversations with the women, they'll say, "Oh, you know what? I need to ask my husband." <laughs> Amazing. Mm. Well, don't let the women throw you off. Obey your husband, and it'll be fine. That's why I haven't caught hell that much yeah. since she is, and it works out like that. Right on, man. And especially now that you have a baby. You know, you want to make sure he loves his father. You want to make sure he loves his mother. And believe me, his life will be much better than you guys. Oh. And each generation will get better. That's the goal. All right. Congratulations yeah. again. All Thank right. you, Jesse. All right. Amazing. So, Ermin, did you have your hand? No. Oh, I didn't see it. Any other questions about anything? Yes, sir. Uh, hold on just a minute there. Oh, and then I got to ask you about your mama. Ooh, I heard something. I heard. Yes, sir. This your first time here? No, it's my third. Oh, okay. I've been away for like, I don't know, maybe oh, about two months. Oh, okay. But I have a, a quick comment and then a question. Yes. So on the, on the 90% forgiveness, so for a while I never thought of anything to forgive my parents for. Yes. Because like I used to talk with my buddies growing up, and I would think, you know, everybody else's families are so messed up. Like, we got it good, and we would talk about this. <laughs> and we would be like, everybody in the town is so messed up. Right. We're all right. So as I got older, like, I realized I wasn't perfect. And you would say, if you're not perfect, it's because you weren't raised perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I started thinking, like, what could be wrong? What could be wrong? What could be wrong? And after everybody started calling in and saying their problems and people talking at church, I wound up, it was, like, revealed to me. While somebody was talking about their problems, it was like three of them right away of things that it wasn't like my parents did something to make me angry or resent them, but I realized that they did wrong yeah, and that it gave me a wrong lesson. And that's where I, I like, I started to stray because of that. That's right, man. And I was just wondering because I spent so much time thinking about it and I couldn't think of anything. But I know a few, and I'm sure that there's more. Should I forgive them for what I know now or wait till I feel like I know everything? Or I recommend you forgive for what you know now yeah, okay. because that may be all you need to say to them. Yeah. And once you do that, everything else will start to unfold for you. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Once you see that you need to forgive, straight away go and forgive. Don't let Satan talk you out of it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, that's not enough. You need something more serious. You need this or that. Pay that no mind. Yeah. I recommend you do it now. Okay. But it's All up right. to you. Thanks. And I just want to thank everybody else because, like, I, I don't think I would have thought of it myself. That's right. The, the moment you start questioning yourself, that's when you're going to start waking up. What you're looking for is within you. It's not out there. It's inside of you. You just have to start seeking. Know yourself. Then it'll start to change. It really will. All right? So the last right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you're a Christian, right? I am. Uh-huh. And so you're still dealing with your mother? Yes. Why? Well, okay, so I had her blocked for a while, and then I unblocked her. And Why? Then she fe- I don't know, just because 
Because, like, I'm, like, the type of something bad, like, happens to you. Like, I don't know. It's my mom. So, whatever. So, I unblocked her. So, then, like, two days later, she figured it out that that I had her unblocked. So, then she started, like, spamming me. And she just, she's crazy. She's just Well, why don't you let her go? Why don't you move on with your life? What, What is causing you? Because if something happened to her, there's nothing you can do anyway. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's it's just hard because it's my mom and I get really what mad. What does that mean, it's my mom? Well, it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I have like a weird soft spot for her. That's why she's going to destroy you. She's trying to destroy me. Yeah, I know. But she will because of your soft spot. Mm-hmm. You're letting someone destroy you and you know that's what they're doing and you're being weak. Yeah. Well, it was my birthday, so they all sent me, like, um, presents. And Did you send them back? A, a, no, I was just, like, mad. And then I was just like, it's nice that you guys are sending me presents, but, like, you know, it would be nicer if you guys weren't evicting me. And then they got really, like, offended over it, and they were like, you're a horrible person. See, and yeah. You're getting what you deserve because you're being weak. So you think I should just completely ignore them? What's the purpose of not ignoring them? I mean, I would take the gift. They sent you the gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Enjoy the gift, but still block her. <laughs> Thanks for the present, but you're still blocked. Yeah. I mean, then she got my godmom, like, all involved in it, and then she started texting me crazy stuff. Block her. Okay. That's what my friends say to do. They're like, But they're like, you ought to have sense enough to know that for yourself, though. Why don't you have common sense? Well, it's hard because the people I care about, have cared about and trusted for 25 years of my life are now being insane. Right. Now you know that they're insane. Block them. Yeah. And you did say you were close to your father, right? I'm very close with him. So then you got your father. You don't need your mama. Yeah. All right. What did Dylan tell you to do? Uh, block him. Oh, he did? Oh, and you yeah. won't obey him? <laughs> No, not with that. I mean, I listen to him, but it's just, it's hard. Like, it's its just hard because that's, like I said, the people that I've trusted for 25 years of my life. Well, let her suffer, man, until she learns. Just let her suffer and die. That's all you can do. Once you tell a person the truth and they don't go down, they don't see if it's true or not and do the right thing, you just have to suffer. So suffer yeah. with your little soft heart. All right? Yeah. You're going to end up on pot. Are you already smoking pot? No, I don't like pot. Oh, okay. You drink? Not really, no. Do you drink? No. Not really means sometimes. I haven't drinking in probably a few months. Oh, okay. Like, I don't. A few months, huh? I don't drink. But do anyway, any, suffer until you're ready to take charge of your life. Yeah, I mean, I did. I got myself an apartment and everything, and I got a new job, and I got all that well, stuff. Well, block them there. Live your life. Go live your life. Yeah. All right? Not only should they be blocked, I think that they should. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did I see your hand? Yes, sir. Last word, and we are out of here. We're going to do that. Uh, just a real quick question. Um, uh, I'm in the process of uh, trying to reach out and reunite with my father. I've never, uh, the last time I spoke with him, I was only like five years old. And the whole situation with my mom taking care of me and my two older brothers has just been hell, like, the whole way. Yeah. Literally hell. Um, 
So reaching out to him is going to be pretty difficult. I'm planning on doing it. But I've been noticing that the women in my family have been, they've been literally destroying the men in my family. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's just gone to the point where now, especially after seeing your show, I, like, realize all the things that have been going on. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's just totally flipped the way that I see them now. Because yes. um, they still hold so much anger. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, literally, uh, my brothers are all over... Um, overraged, like they're just overraged. Um, so, as far as that goes, uh, I wanted to know how I forgive my grandmother because she's the one that encouraged this kind of behavior. And, you know, she, she has played an important part of my life, but um, you know, she's at the age right now where she's really old. That's good. And I'm so she's going to die soon? <laughs> possibly. She's, you better she, hope so. You, the thing with, that's funny about your show is you're discussing a lot of things that I clearly see. Uh, the anger and rage has, like, been contributing to a lot of, like, uh, health problems. She, my grandmother has arthritis. She's yeah. literally deteriorating. I'm telling you, ladies, you got to let that anger go because that's what eats you up, that rage. Anger is evil. There's no life in it. There's no love in it. And the doctors are making buku money off you. And the fundraising people are making a lot of money, too. You know how every time a woman gets a disease, they have a major fundraiser. And they're keeping that money. That money is not going to heal you. you got to overcome the anger, ladies. Really. Uh, Go ahead. So, uh, I mean, as far as that goes, I I do have, have a bad relationship with my brothers because I've experienced everything you know they pretty much were in the household with me my mother wasn't at home uh, my grandma was very rarely like a safe place to go to but even she wasn't involved in trying to tell my mom to do the right thing uh, just it was all hell so uh, do you suggest aside from forgiving my father and, and contacting him um, and apolog- uh, you know forgiving him uh, do you suggest that I forgive my grandmother and then my two older brothers as well? 100%. Especially grandma. Because you understand now why they are in that condition, why they are acting that yeah. way. You can see it now for yourself. Yeah. And they don't realize what's going on. Yeah. So you forgive them. And some of them may be impacted by your forgiveness. And then they're going to see the change in you and you may influence your brothers and sisters. Yeah, it's already been happening. I yeah. see it. So, yeah, um, forgive her. She, especially before she dies. Is she going to die soon? Uh, you know, there, there's, I mean, she's just suffering right now. Does she have insurance? Uh, she does, but. Look in the drawer and get the insurance paper. <laughs> Go yeah. and, and, and cash it in. Yeah. But, no, forgive your grandmother, man, absolutely. Yeah. Even if she is old, just say, hey, Grandma, I resented you because you were so horrible to us or whatever. But I realize now you can't help it. Well, I mean, she wasn't horrible to us. It's the fact that she was literally hiding a lot of the information. That's horrible. And, uh, you know, when I think about it, they're like, my grandmother and my mom are telling me that they're trying to protect me from my, my biological father. But when I think about it, I'm just like, all the horrific things I experienced is from my mother directly, and my grandmother reinforces that. Yes. And she doesn't fight and protect 
you know, protect my brothers and I growing up. So it's just, it doesn't make sense at all. And it's, it just makes me feel like if this is hell, you're really telling me that it would have been, you know, worse with him. I know. That's right, man. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, forgive grandma. And you're fortunate that she's still living so you can face her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any fear of, of discussing it with her. Yeah. We've already kind of got into it a little bit. And, you know, my, my family, we're very, uh, we tend to be, you know, full of anger. And so there's a lot of aggression. Right. But it's just so funny to see someone that at her age where they're, they're still holding on to it. They want to harbor it. They want to cultivate it. I know, it, man. It's amazing. It. Yeah, and, you're uh, right. That's just one of the arguments all the time is that the whole anger is. She might not know how to overcome it. Most people don't realize you have to go and forgive. Yeah. That's all it takes, right? Yeah. They don't really realize that, so she might not understand yeah. how. I see a lot of ego. It's just ego feeds it. That's what anger is. It's all ego. It's Satan's ego nature. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So, so, yeah, forgive her. All right? Yeah. Are you the youngest of your brothers? Yeah. Oh, good, man. The youngest. My, my biological father actually tried to contact one of my brothers, uh, the, my middle brother, um, and uh, he completely refused. And, of course, the typical things that you hear people discuss about if they reunite with their father, like, you know, just saying angry, hateful stuff, and yeah. how they would want to treat them if they interacted with them. And my older brother, he's just kind of in his own world. That's what, how he deals with it. So Yeah. No, forgive your father, man, and, and grandma. Yeah. Really. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's amazing that you're waking up. Yeah, well... I, I'm always trying to work on myself. I mean, yeah. are you? Do you listen to the radio show sometimes? All the time. Yeah. Are you surprised that so many men and women who hate their mama? I I see everybody it. hate their mama, and mama thinks she's wonderful, but everybody yeah. hate mama, and mama thinks she's God. Everybody hate God. Isn't that funny? I'm stunned at the men and women who hate mama around the world. It's the same spirit. Are you surprised so many people hate mama? I mean, it's just one of those things where they can't do it to their face. So the more they can't face up to it, the more it just builds up in them. Yeah, and it goes down from generation to generation. Everybody repeating the same thing. All in the name of Jesus. They know the Bible, but they won't forgive. Well, good, man. Yeah, deal with grandma. All right. Does she have life insurance? I, I don't really know, to be honest. Find out. Yeah. There's going to be a fight over grandma's life insurance. Yeah, no. I'm, I mean, it's, yeah. I know you're joking, but it's yeah. just, it's. <laughs> Look yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. It's in that drawer right by the safe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yes. 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 But, yeah, forgive Grandma, man. And you're going to fly like a bird. And you may influence the rest of your family. Uh, You'll become an example. And then they ask, how did you do it? I forgave Grandma. I forgave my mother. I forgave my father. And some of them might go do it because they're going to see a a change in you. They're going to see love and not hate. Yes. How do you know if you have uh, pure motivation? To do something. By not having any motivation. That's a good question. I don't have have any motivation. Really. Oh, good question. 
what happens when you overcome the fallen state and you start living by the light of God? After a while, you just be. You don't have any ideas. You don't have a motivation. You don't have any hidden agendas. You just be, and the Father is taking care of you. Really. You're not trying to trick anybody for anything. You're not trying to do anything. You just be with no ideas. It's amazing to live that way. You just be. So if you have a motivation, then you have a hidden agenda. You're motivated by outer source, by ego, rather than love. You, that's a good question, man. You really have no motivation. And the world tells you to have a motivation. Oprah said, what's your purpose? <laughs> you told Hoppo to beat me. No wonder Hoppo was beating her. She had a purpose. <laughs> but no, no motivation. It's not you because of ourselves we can do nothing. And of ourselves we know nothing. That's why when God created us, he breathed into us and we became a living being. Adam had no motivation. Even Christ had no motivation. He was here to do his father's will. His father worked through him. And that's what's going to happen with you. So until you get that ability to see that you... Well, I mean, what do you do if you have energy to do stuff and you want to get out there and do something, but you're not sure if your motivation is pure, what do you do? I wouldn't even think about If you see something you want to do, you can do it. Just do it. Don't worry about the motivation being pure or unpure. Just do it, and you'll see if it's right or not. You'll see if it's right. If it's not, you'll just stop. You know what I'm saying? But know thyself so you can see. Amazing. We have a follow-up question. Oh, you do? All right. <laughs> Let her ask. Mama. One mama to another one. Okay. Yes. I was just curious, like, why you're telling me I should ignore them and block them instead of, like, the forgiveness route. Forgive them. I told you to forgive them a long time ago, but you haven't been able to forgive, so just block them until you're able to forgive. Oh, okay. So just like that's Because all they're doing is wear you down. Yeah. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to see other things to do. You won't get, be able to watch yourself. and You don't need to be bothered with evil. They're evil based on what you said. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, so just don't forgive them or like try to. Yeah, forgive or- them. Had you had already forgiven them, from way back when we first talked, mm-hmm. you would be done with that anyway. And wow. then you would naturally move on. But because you resent them still, you're still subject to them. They can control you. Okay. you got to overcome your mama. Mm-hmm. You're not yourself. You're your mama. I hope I'm not like, no, I'm not like, what? I, no. No, you I just like your mama. The, no. Yeah, you are. No. <laughs> Your mama got a tender heart, too. No, she doesn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. She has no heart. She's filth. Ooh. Has she met him yet? Yeah. No, no wonder. No. But forgive her and block her. Okay. Now, if you don't want to, don't block her. Suffer. Well, I just don't want to forgive her because I don't. You don't want she, to forgive her? No. Why not? She doesn't deserve it. Who do you used to say that she doesn't deserve it? Well, I just told her she do should Do you talk. deserve for God to forgive you? Yes. Well, why? Why do I, you deserve Because I don't do horrible, terrible things to people. Yes, you do. No, I actually apologize to God, and I talk to God all the time. She does not. He doesn't care about your apology. <laughs> she she. Talks. God doesn't care about your apology. Well, my mom... just like your mama. My mom likes to... You apologize no. to God and still hate your mama. I don't hate her. I just if you have a beginner, you just, hate her. She's just crazy. Like she's she's a, she's a witch. 
She's right. into witchcraft. So I'm let not, the little that. witch forgive the bit witch. I, I mean, I can forgive her, but I want to forget her. No, forgive her and you will forget her. Even if she takes no responsibility and is not sorry. She doesn't need to take any responsibility. But she doesn't. You're wrong for hating your mother. And God doesn't care about your apologies. Really, he doesn't care at all. She just doesn't deserve anybody to forgive well, her. Neither do you then. Suffer. Because God is not going to forgive you until you forgive your mother. You have no right to resist your mother. And you think I should tell her I forgive you? Yes. No, I, not, I, I'm sorry if I hate you. Doesn't she have to repent first? Who? Her mom. No. <laughs> your mother doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't. No. She's very happy with She her doesn't life. have to. You have to if you want to be free. You forgive her and God will forgive you. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. But you don't have to hang out with her. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. She doesn't have to change. She doesn't have to admit to anything. She doesn't have to do anything. But if you want peace, you have to. Okay. Thank you. All right? You have a degree, right? (laughs) Yes. God forgave you, but he won't even forgive you. He just, she has a degree, and he just can't understand why she has a degree. I can't. She doesn't, do, he hated her for because she got a degree. <laughs> I just don't understand that. She doesn't deserve a degree. I'm smarter than she is. That's how he goes, talk about her. <laughs> so not only do your mama hate you, he hates your degree. I hate her degree, yeah. Huh? You hate a degree. I hate the college whole system. It's. I think it should be burnt to the ground and ripped to shreds and then driven over See with a car. See what you ended up with? <laughs> but you, you don't like it either. It's terrible. I don't feel all that way about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not hating her because she has a degree. It's a terrible system. Amazing. Anyway, uh, announcement, Hermes. Women's Forum this Thursday. Oh, we can't have it. I got a, uh, some... Sorry, ladies, I cannot have a meeting this Thursday. Something else came up. I repent. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you, Hermes. We will send out a notice. What? We'll send out a notice. Okay, it just happened this morning. So no women's meeting this Thursday. All right? Sorry, ladies. Suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Any other announcement? Oh, yeah. The GoFundMe, we got to be out of here by the end of December. So we need to raise 300000 because we're going to have to buy a building. We'll add a hundred. Off, off, just think about what I saw. I think it's 143000 now. Is that right, Hermes? Yes. Okay, we add 143000 So we're underway. So, and a lot of you are getting involved. You're looking for places. You're sending those places to me. Thank you for that. It really helps because we've got a lot going on right now. And make sure you go to uh, rebuildingtheman.com and... And, and encourage your friend. Ask some of your white, rich friends. <laughs> Those flat earthers. <laughs> if they're living on flat earth, you know they got money. <laughs> oh, we're going around the earth. <laughs> so we're dizzy. But, uh, <laughs> but make sure you help uh, uh, get it at least up to 300000 I think I have a building in mind that we looked at. I'm looking at it right now. And they want... Two million, two million seven hundred thousand something for it, and it's right down the street too. It's a nice building, nice ceilings and everything. So something's going to happen that's good. It's going to turn out well. Uh, the other announcement: no women's meeting this weekend. No women's forum. Uh, anything else?
James? That's all. Okay. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Check out rebuildingdemand.com. I'm a nonprofit. We have uh, merch and stuff on there. And don't forget to support the building fund. Go to rebuildingdemand.com. I do appreciate it. And make sure you do the silent prayer. Everybody doing the prayer now, right? I forget to mention that. Because you want to stay with the prayer so you can get further away from Satan's mind and develop, become one with God's mind, the way you were created to be. All right? You want his mindset in all things, all things, and that can happen. And so thank you all for tuning in. If you need counseling, let me know. Call the office, and I really appreciate it. Thank you all for showing up. Appreciate it. So what we're going to do...